journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? Her cheeks were really red and it looked like an apple. So I bit it. And Paula? Back to school. Back to school. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. There's only two types of people in the world. Welcome to the Ugly Truth, episode 28. Uh, uh, my voice is higher than yours. That's okay. It's so weird to me, but maybe that's why you sound all robotic and brown and monotone. Did you say brown? I meant to say monotone. I don't know how brown came out. You sound all brown? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was the couscous I ate, but. Um, you. No, I, I'm not. My aura is not feeling brown, so. I was dating a teacher long ago. And his friend, he well, was I would very hope so because you've been married for 16 years now. But. Yes. He was very hippy dippy, and I met his friend once, and she was very into auras. And I came out of the bedroom once, and she had spent the night, and she came out, I came out, and she said, Oh, you must be Jamie. I'm like, hello. She goes, You have a very clear aura. You're very clear. I'm like, Is that, is that good? She goes, Yes, that's amazing. And I went, Okay, good, cool. I have a clear aura. I guess that's good. That getting like a clean pap smear or i um, hope so i hope that's what that or means did it mean you were like an airhead i don't know no i'm not an airhead well I i'm sure my aura wouldn't be clean or clear or both <laughs> God. whatever she'd come out and be like, like a little ah! muddy <laughs> she'd start screaming like, get back down. witch get back and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> that's just how i feel so welcome this is jamie and here i am with my sister paula hello Hello. Um, okay, so before we get into anything, I, something happened today that I have to tell you about because this has never, never happened in my presence ever. So it was like a new thing for me, and so I, I needed to share. No one took off their sock and scratched their toe in front of you or anything? Oh, my God. No. I nope. can't stop thinking about it. Like, I can't – I just can't fathom it. Paula, it was traumatizing. I just it don't understand why he didn't use, like, a pencil or a pen or – I don't even know. Why would anybody remove any? Okay. You know what? I can't talk about it <laughs> We're not it again. talking about it again. But I can't talk about it I just it again. can't get it out of my mind. And, you know, our listeners like to torment us because someone will just post oh, the word feet God. on our page. And I'm like, why? Like, really? Enough. Why? Or because milk pictures. Know. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't think they realize the magnitude of what they're doing. They. This is not, quote unquote, this ain't shtick. Yeah. It's real. We really don't like it. Okay. So anyway, right. I have to tell you the story. Stop it. <laughs> okay. So... Today, uh, Daryl worked from home today because he had to go into the Sacramento office. So uh, we decided to go for a breakfast. So we went to breakfast and we needed to get this stupid piece of paper for some uh, group or not group for this cheerleading my daughter's doing. They needed some paper from the school confirming her t- uh, her enrollment into school. So we decided to go to the school to get it instead of emailing because we were right there. Mm-hmm. So we pull in and we're in the convertible. The top is down because it's kind of morning and it's kind of nice out still. And so we get there and I turn to him and I said, okay, so I'll just go ahead and wait here while you go in and get it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, of course, I'm going in to get it. I'm like, hey, I do this all day long. You can go do the errand today at the school. Right. So he went in. So I'm sitting there just looking at my phone and tooling around on Facebook or doing whatever. And there's a woman, and she's le- she left her car in the parking lot, and she's walking towards the front of the school to go into the office. And all of a sudden, she starts farting, and I mean loudly. It's like as she's walking, all the way. And I'm like, 
I'm like, what is that? And I turn around and there's this woman in brown polyester pants. <laughs> Did she not see you? <laughs> well, I would hope not. Okay. You know that happened to me before. No. And I turned and I saw this woman and she didn't see me. And she's just walking with her head held high, walking briskly as those things are flapping out of her well, cheeks. probably felt amazing. In the, in the air, open air. And luckily she was far away. I could hear, but it was loud and I could hear it. And I'm, I turned and look, I was like, you have got to be kidding well, me. She's probably really? thinking like I'm in a school parking lot. School's in session. Who is out here to hear me do I this? Am. And so, you know, if it had been a guy, I probably would have said something. But it was a lady. And the fact that she's wearing brown polyester pants, I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to continue to ridicule her That's already. That's tragic enough. It really was. And so, but it was so loud. It was like echoey. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Well, I turn out like, why do these things happen to okay, me? Okay. So, you know, that happened to me at your house. I was outside and I was sitting <laughs> under a tree. Yes. And I remember. Yes. Because this was at a time a few years ago when I was, you know, I thought I was a smoker. And so I was sitting outside and um, your kitchen window was open. So I heard one of your friends say to Daryl, oh, I got to go outside and get something out of my truck. And so he starts walking across the yard and he is just farting up a storm. <laughs> so he goes over to his truck and like gets nothing and then walks back. And <laughs> so he was just going out to cut to fart. Right. <laughs> Well, at least so, he was nice enough not to. Do I was it in trying front of to sit quiet because I'm like, oh god, I'm like, so do I like announce my presence so he stops, or you do know, you or do I just sit quietly and hope he doesn't see me or what? And so oh I think my foot shifted and like a leaf crackled, and he looked oh, over no. and he's just like, <laughs> so he, he was so embarrassed, and then he went inside and told everyone. And oh so, of god! Course, at the time, I heard his wife; she was like cackling because <laughs> she thought it was the funniest thing she ever heard. But she's like, "You're ridiculous. You just can't ever be too sure about things like that." Like. Unless you're totally – and I I mean, I won't even do it, like, if my laptop's open. Because I'm like, what Nothing. if Skype or accidentally is on? You know I just, what? You know. Seriously, I am the same way. I am, I am so concerned about – I mean, about... like, who's going to – like, that would ever happen. But I'm just saying, like, the one time, you know, I have a wayward nose itch or, you know – The one time you decide that you're going to let one go in the privacy of your own home <laughs> – God forbid. <laughs> FaceTime will be on your phone and you would have Something. called someone. Right. You butt dial and then you fret right into the phone. And they'll be like, oh, oh, you know what happened to me the other day? It's, this is me. Leave me a voice message. I'll call you back. <laughs> you know <laughs> right although you wouldn't be so fortunate where they could go what is that a mouse <laughs> it would be something incredibly profane like sound wet or something like yeah, that they'd, or... they'd be like you need to go check your underwear because Jesus, that one's serious right. but no i just you know it's it doesn't matter man or woman but the fact is that's never happened to me before ever and i just was like shocked and and in awe of her full confidence as she walked briskly well, farting. Of course she was confident. She didn't think anyone was around. You know what? I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could just let them go, rip them out like that. I'll be in another lot. room and it'll accidentally happen. I just pray to God my children don't hear it because you never Anything. live that down. Oh, no, ever. Oh, my God. Never, ever. It's like, you know. Well, okay. It's like last so, comic standing. They think it's the damn near funniest thing they've ever heard or seen in their life. Okay, I'm going to tell this story because it's really funny and it, it does – it's embarrassing for me, but it's just so funny I can't stand it. And maybe you remember because you were alive when this happened. I think I was As in like – As opposed to my, pre my present mortality. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, yes, no. Yes, I've mean... died a painful death. This is the ghost of Paula. <laughs> what I'm saying is I, I was in like sixth 
or seventh grade. Okay. So you were around, is my point. You right. weren't like an infant. You you would. I wasn't in the womb still. No, you were not in womb, and so. It was the summertime, and it was right before school was getting ready to start. I had my own room. Stephanie and Allison shared a room, and I think you had your own room or something like that. I don't remember how it worked exactly, but I was in my own room, and I couldn't sleep, and it was late, and we'd all gone to bed late, all of us, even mom, and I had really bad gas, <laughs> and I didn't know why. It just, I had like, you know that stomach ache gas where you're just oh. like, oh my God, you know, Jamie, it's like- I'm gluten intolerant. Of course, I know what it is. <laughs> right. So- I don't remember what it was, but I had to really, really fart bad. (laughs) So, and you know, when you're like 12, nothing is pristine or feminine at 12 in puberty. I mean, nothing. No, everything's gross. Everything's gross. Everything smells or is loud or... Or is is sticky or oily. It's everything so extreme. Like, you know, you can't just get a pimple. Like, you get a pimple, you know? Yeah, and you get the big red welt pimples or something. God, yes. So, anyway... (laughs) I I really had to just let it go. So I did. Well, I was sitting on my bed hoping to muffle it because I didn't want it to be like that big thing. Where it like makes your butt cheeks ripple. Exactly. So I was sitting on the bed Indian style trying to muffle me having to do this. And it came out. It came out like like a, a lighthouse horn. It was like. I can't even I can't even describe it. It was like so who heard? Everyone? <laughs> did, someone, house. did someone come check on you or what? <laughs> Stephanie, of course. What was that? Really loud. God. What was that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and my mom's all Jamie Lynn. I mean it was so Say excuse loud. me, like privacy of my own room and my stomach hurts jesus yeah we really couldn't even fart in our own house without people knowing about it it was we could be in the bathroom with the door shut dropping a deuce and if it happens someone's like say excuse me you're like i'm in the bathroom yeah god no it was it was so loud it was like a foghorn it was like i mean in the whole house it because it was so quiet Oh, yeah. There was like, like everybody was like, "What was that?" I was like, "It's me!" And then my and then mom, Jamie Lynn. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." And I did not, I did not live that down, even to this day, even uh, to this day. Well, yeah, especially now that I know, I'm never gonna. Jeez, it was incredibly loud, and so, but it was the only, the one and only time, and I think it was because I was 12 that I was actually giddy and happy about it because it was so funny yeah see that's the age my kids are at like yeah you know, and they're like i don't know what it is ryan will always you know get in the car first thing he says from school he's just like guess what we had for lunch today i'm like what he's all beans so i'm really gassy and i'm like thanks son <laughs> appreciate it gird your loins right so you know if you have and like and i walked into one the other day and i'm like really oh I'm my like, god this? And I was like sorry and i was like right <gasps> rose you know, and Olivia, Awful. of course, she's like, Brian, did you fart? Did you fart? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, oh, and it's well, like, that's all they talk a, about. She's like a little monster. Oh, my God. She's so, like, she literally, and I posted this on Facebook. You have to explain this to me, like, in detail. I don't, here's the thing is, I was in my bedroom doing something, and then she comes in, and, you know, she's really into this taking showers thing recently, and so she comes mm-hmm. in to me the other day, 
And she's just like, Mom, I need to wash my hands. And her hands do get sticky because she's just. She's four. Well, and she, yeah, and she's just into everything. Like even tonight, yeah. I found a bleeding pen on the couch. I'm like, why? Oh, why God. does it have to be bleeding on the couch? Like, why couldn't she have put the lid back on? But she just wouldn't. And she right. drew blue all over her hands. So anyways, oh, the other day, um, she's like, I have to wash my hands. I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, well, you know. Let me help you because she can't reach this faucet because she's too little. Sure. And she's like, my fingers are disgusting. And I'm like, (laughs) so I'm looking at my four-year-old. I'm like, why are your fingers disgusting? Because, you know, I'm just curious, like, why she feels they're disgusting. Something, did she touch something sticky? Did she spill something? Is there a mess somewhere that I'm not aware of? Of course. So I'm trying to find, you know, the the root cause here. And she's like, well, my fingers are disgusting. And I'm like, well, why why are your fingers disgusting, Olivia? And she's like, well, I had an itchy butt. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I instantly just looked at her like, like, you know, like my body was drifting backwards. Like I turned the binoculars around. So I was like, (laughs) like I wanted to get away from her because I couldn't think of, you know, having little butt fingers. And it's just not water hot enough. Well, right. And, you know, she's awful. I don't know. She's the one that's like famous for not flushing. So, you know, I'll walk in on that. And I'm just like, Olivia, honestly, I'm like, I asked you four times. Did you flush? Did you wipe? You know, or she'll come out and be like, did you wipe and flush? She's like, yeah. She's like, I flushed. She's like, I didn't have to wipe, though. My butt was clean. And I'm like, Olivia, get back in there and wipe. You know, it's just these are the conversations that I have with her. But You know what? That is truly a Campos girl. It really is because we were pretty gross growing up, too. I mean, well, we were just talking the other day. This is the, the girl after seeing the video of the guy that was walking up and farting in dog's face. Faces. Oh my gosh, that's so She funny. walked up and, tra- and proceeded to try and fart in our own dog's face. Oh, that's you know? nice. And I'm just like, Olivia, what are you doing? She's like, like the video. She was like squatting down. She's into twerking lately. She does that now. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I've never seen twerking. I, I think I have like, to look it up. She, I have to look it up. People will play music and she just starts shaking her butt everywhere and she like bounces it up and down. Oh. And I'm like, this is embarrassing because I mean, what four year old just knows how to do that? Well, she obviously saw it. Well, that's what I'm saying. And so, you know, they always look at me because I, you know, right. I don't give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm thinking, ah, they're probably not that smart. They won't figure it out. <laughs> and then they look at me and they're just like, oh, so we're the dancer, huh? I'm like, uh, no, I, I don't know where she gets that. I don't know. Television. I'm a bad parent. Right. She watches whatever she wants. I mean, you've seen SpongeBob these days. I mean, that's a filthy shit. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> anyways. No, I'm into the adventure time. All right. So, uh, OK, we got the farts out of the yeah. way. The air has cleared, and um, you did something really fun. You got to take Ryan to the WWE on Monday. Yeah, we actually had a super busy weekend. I took the kids to the fair on Saturday, and um, Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about that. So on Sunday, we went to a birthday party, um, like a child's birthday party, and it was at, like, an aquatic center. So, you know, most cities have, like, their own little – pool it's not necessarily a public pool they're kind of dignified now you know they've got yeah, like yeah you have to pay to get in and they're super fancy schmancy it's not like you know freaking tempo pool where we grew up where it was at the park and like 200 people were in there and they're you know like one drop of chlorine right but, Ugh, gross so we went there and um you know the kids were swimming and I actually had a swimsuit on and I was not wearing you know like five layers of tank tops like I had planned and the reason why is because I was pretty amazed at what people are willing to just put out there. Like, oh, in, in, as far as body shape? Yes. In bathing suits? Yes. Or what was not being, what was not able to be contained in the bathing suit? 
um, yeah. someone, one of the moms there, she was laughing and I was like, what are you laughing at? And she's just like, oh my God. She's like, this woman just walked by me and she had come out of the bathroom. She's like, the toilet ring impression that was left on the back of her thighs <gasps> was so big. She's like, I wanted to take a picture of it, but I couldn't because I was laughing so hard. I'm like, oh my God. Oh dear. Like I could, so there was that. And then there was the gentleman, like you've seen the pictures of like, the European beaches where there's just like a really hairy guy in a speedo or something like that. In a speedo, right. There was a a gentleman there. He was, Harry doesn't even describe what he was. Like he was laying in the water and I'm just like, you were going to clog, just your presence in the water is going to clog the drain. He looked like a clog in the drain. And then when he stood up, it's like his legs looked like he had fishnets on. Was Was he wearing a speedo, you said? I don't think he had black shorts on. I don't know. I mean, he looked European to me, but I don't know if it's just because he was. I I don't know if American boys can get that hairy. I don't know if they can. I would imagine they could. I'm like, you cannot get that kind of hair in the good in the good old U.S. of A. You've got to be. Boys just aren't hairy. They just don't grow hair. It's only foreigners that can do that kind of hair. But it's um, true. So we did, someone tried to take a snapshot of them. You know, they're just like, oh, I'll just pretend I'm taking pictures of the kids. (laughs) So I just feel too guilty because I saw that photo of the guy who was taking pictures of people at the gym and like making fun of them. And I'm like, I don't want to get like arrested or something. Well, that, you know, and that's way taboo to take pictures at the gym. Well, I I would think a public pool is no better. Actually, it is against the rules. Of people in their bathing suits. Well, especially with children. I mean, you really well, can't. No, we weren't do looking. That. I was just looking at the really hairy guy. But, anyways, so yes, so we had that. And then the next day, Ryan and I went and saw WWE Live. It was a live taping, so it started at five o'clock here. Yeah. And it was on the USA Network. And so, for those of you who don't watch WWE, Every month or every other month, they really do like a really big pay per view event. So right, like do, UFC. Like, Right, so they'll do like the Royal Rumble, um, WrestleMania, this coming Sunday is SummerSlam, and so um, what was cool about this one is it it was the last Raw before SummerSlam. So usually they have a bunch of stories leading up to SummerSlam, because SummerSlam or WrestleMania or whatever, it's like the climatic event. Okay. And so... um, So this was going to be a big one. Right, and it had some really big names. We got to see John Cena... Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see Brock Lesnar. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, we got to see no, another big wrestler. His name's Big Show. He's been yeah. out, injured. Well, he made his reappearance that night, so that was a big deal. Cool. So there was just a lot of really big names there. And so Ryan and I had made our posters because we like to make the big fluorescent signs. We had our yeah. T-shirts on. And so we each made four posters. And so every time the theme music would come up, you know, we'd grab our poster and and raise it. And because it was a live taping, you know, you can see the camera spinning around and they'll tell like, okay, and we're going live in 15 seconds. And then they're like, and they're like, everyone get your posters up. And so we'd like get our posts up and we start screaming. And then all of a sudden, you know, you would see like the camera spinning around and everyone's got the poster like, "Ah, hi, mom, you know, and all this stuff. (laughs) So Ryan, you know, he's still kind of young. So. He, he really likes the wrestling, but he was a little intimidated by some of the pyrotechnics, some of the loud noises. Yeah. There was a lot of people there. There was a few hecklers by us. So I think overall it was just a little overwhelming for him. Well, it can be stressful when people are being difficult. So I just am not sure that I'll probably take Ryan to another one. You know, he he had a good time, but I think he enjoys it watching it at home better. 
And I think it's yeah. just because it's just a – I honestly think he might just be too young, and I didn't realize it. It was one of those things where I didn't realize until we were there, and I didn't realize how overwhelming, how loud, right. all of that stuff is. And, you know, he's only seven. Yeah, he's so a little guy. I just – right. When I told you, I'm like, I just I, – I, I thought he would enjoy it more, but I, right. then you well, told me that you thought – because Tyler used to go to stuff, I guess, when he was little. You're seven. That's what I was going to say is that Alan, um, Tyler's dad, used to take him to the monster truck shows every year. And the first year he went, he was probably like five or six, and he hated it. He hated it. He was terrified. It was loud, scary, bright lights, big machines. And he loved him on TV, and he had all the toys, but it was too overwhelming of an environment. And so right. he went the next year, but we got him earplugs. And then he really liked it. And he didn't yeah. mind it at all. In fact, even wore sunglasses because we, we Daryl and I worked in radio at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we got all these like VIP seats. So they're super close up. Oh, cool. So you really have full access to everything, but it's also quite overwhelming. And so he would wear sometimes sunglasses and earplugs. And then he really enjoyed it because he felt a little bit more, the, the environment was a little more controlling. You know, his senses well, yeah. weren't overwhelmed. Actually, he... He started to lose interest, and I noticed a change when I was able to secure some tickets for him to see Green Day, because Green Day was his number one band oh, yeah. when he, he was, was about, obs- yeah, like 11 12 or 12. 13, I think. Yeah, I remember he was yeah. like obsessed with them. So it was like sixth or seventh grade, and I got four tickets to see Green Day. I took Tyler and two of his buddies. Mm-hmm. We had, they were, they were okay seats. They were near the stage, but they were kind of higher, but sure. he had a really good view of Green Day, and they had a blast. He was like, how dare you even offer me ear earplugs? I I don't need those. And so they totally went through. They got up there screaming, yelling, and they hated that I was there. Oh. Like, why <laughs> like, are you here, him. mom? Oh, my God. Do you have to be here? Can't you go get something to drink? No. F off. We're going to rush the stage. I'm like, Tyler, you're 12. You're not doing anything. You're not rushing source. anything. You're going to rush to the bathroom. You look like you have to go potty. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No, just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. And so I'm like, well, okay, obviously it's a phase. And, um, you know, I even have taken him to movie premieres when he was younger. Like I took him to see Batman when he was like six and he had to wear earplugs. It was so loud because they turn everything up super loud at those premieres and he didn't enjoy it. And so I think it's just an age thing. And it is it's cool for adults and young, younger teenagers, but I don't think the little guys really understand the difference between watching it on TV and watching it live. Right. Well, and, you know, I forget that, you know, I've been, you know, because I'm old, I've been going to concerts or, you know, things like this for a long time. So it's not, it, it's a show. And so I'm prepared to see and hear, you know, things that are not just like, you know, if you were at the grocery store. I mean, if you right. were walking through the grocery store and all of a sudden, you know, it was pyrotechnics in the cereal aisle. <laughs> You'd be like, then what the hell's going on? Pr- right. Lucky charms! But, <laughs> you know, that would be then he probably would have been used to it because, I mean, that's something that he sees every day or it, it's not abnormal. But obviously that, you know, pyrotechnics, loud screaming people, people right. swearing or hecklers. Right. Right? I mean, those are not the kinds of things that children experience on a day-to-day basis. No, it's so, uncomfortable for them. Right. So I <laughs> I naively expected more from him. Not that <laughs> I expected more you. from him, but I mean – in. in being naive and being, you know, the first time I've ever done this because he's my firstborn. Exactly. I, I somehow believed that he would be okay with these things. So it's no big deal. It was a no. learning process. And and who's to say a year or two from now that, he, you know, he won't love it. And no, he we'll will. And go and have a great time again. So Just make sure you bite earplugs. He'll be good. 
Become an honorary UG, or HUG for short. Like The Ugly Truth on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and visit our website at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Can you handle it? Uh, speaking of our kids, um, okay, so it is back to school season, back as you and I school. all know. Back to school. Sorry. Whoa, whoa. There's I so many back to school. Back to school. Is that one? I always think of the Billy Madison one where he's all back to school, back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. That's Billy Madison, right? Yes. Oh, geez. Hey, that was pretty good. Maybe I can do impersonation. You can do that one. That's a good one. I'm going to practice. Practice your Billy Madison. Great. That's so funny. Paula does a really good Adam Sandler. Well, actually, Billy Madison impersonation. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be fun at parties. It's like, Paula, come. Come out. (laughs) Gather, everyone. Come. Watch Paula do Billy Madison. Oh, back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. Well, here goes nothing. See, the benefit is, is we're doing we're doing our show without video this week because we're having some. Uh, I'm having stupid some Wi-Fi issues, so I didn't even get to see how ugly my face was when I did that. Oh my god! So it's so ugly. Well, that's the thing is we don't know because you can't. Well, see I can it see. I can't. Well, you didn't turn off your video. I just turned <gasps> off my video. Oh, you can see me. You didn't turn off your video. I'm doing that right now. No, uh, don't I do didn't, that. I could be sitting here picking my nose or <laughs> God you knows whatever else. Farting. I think I'm sitting here. We're both just you know. You could be sitting there talking in air. Well, you yourself. would hear that, you dork. But. Well, you don't, you don't fart visually. I mean, yeah, but, well, you might lift or something. I don't know. Oh God, yeah, I kickstart it out every time. <laughs> Funny. Okay, Gross. so I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever told this story. Um, I know Mom obviously knows and Dad knows, but other than that, I'm not sure anybody else remembers or knows this. But my very, very first day of kindergarten. You know, and I'm actually a good girl. I'm. I was actually very obedient. I never caused any mm-hmm. problems. You and First, I were the studious ones. Allison we were. And Stephanie were not. We loved school. We loved having little friends. We loved our teachers and learning. First day of kindergarten, I walk into the school. Uh, we're sitting down. Parents have already left, and we're all sitting in a circle. I don't know why I did this, but there was a little fat girl in our class. <laughs> You know, there's always one in every class. There's the, there's the fat girl. And nowadays, because most schools are inclusive, there's somebody in a wheelchair. So it's it's right. good, though, because then you learn about different people. Not, you know, if there's if you've never seen a black person before or Asian or yeah. someone in a wheelchair, that's a really good opportunity for kids to learn that everyone's pretty much the same. Well, in the time you were going to school, you know, women in the workforce wasn't real big so most everybody had been stay-at-home kids there wasn't like a lot of daycare and stuff like that so this was a new you know social experience for a lot of children so I I walked in and we all sat down on the carpet to listen to the teacher and I saw this little fat girl and I I crawled over to her and I bit her cheek (laughs) what I bit her on her face. Like unprovoked? Unprovoked. Oh, I just you trying to taste her? Why? Well, of course, the school called my mother and they had to come back and get me. 
and I was sent home for the day. But it was I. They asked me they're like, "Why? Why would you do that? Her cheeks were really red, and it looked like an apple." What? So I bit it. You bet. God, kids do the weirdest things. I know. And you know what? I remember doing it. And I still, I didn't do it with ill intent. I wasn't being evil or malicious. You're just I even, curious. I even recall someone saying it's because she's fat. And it's like, no, it was simply she had super red cheeks. She was probably a little German girl or Ooh, somewhere no. from the Nordic area. And I bit her cheek. I, I've never heard that story before in my life. I got in a lot of trouble. Oh, I'm sure you did. And I, I don't recall if I got uh, a beating or not, but I probably I'm did sure get spanked. Did. And then, sure. but I, I also had to leave for the day. I couldn't come back. I, I was sent home. And you know what's sad about that is you probably didn't understand why. Well, I, I figured it out when they told me you're leaving because you bit someone. We don't bite people. And, and you're like, you know, well, I bit her, but I didn't mean to like bite her. Can you imagine, though? <laughs> no. Can you imagine getting a phone call from, you know, the school? Excuse me, but um, Ryan bit someone today, so you're going to have to come and get him. <laughs> I, I would be, I'd be like, are you sure my son? Yeah, exactly. And so it's what's worse is the, the parent having to show up and going, hello, what did they do? All right. Is this shocking to you? Well, yeah, this is shocking. We don't bite each other at and home. And they're usually and- sitting there in the office chair just staring at you like, hi, mom. And you're like, don't look happy to see me. You're in trouble right now. <laughs> you are in big trouble, buster. <laughs> So that, you know, what a way to kick off my education. Well, I mean, so I had a funny first day kindergarten story. So our mom, like, (laughs) talk about, like, Citizen Kane. She (laughs) was – mom could write, like, legislation and laws. She's such a rule follower. She is. So it's the first – but one thing she's not always is punctual. And so Mm -hmm. um, first day of kindergarten, she's driving me, and the stop sign, I think it's still there. I'm not sure if it's – it's the one by 7-Eleven. It's by still there. House. Okay. Yeah. So there's this big stop sign by this 7-Eleven, but it's on a downward hill. And so most people like stop, but I mean, no one like, you know, stops, look both ways and right. go because that's just people, you know, especially in suburban neighborhoods, you kind of just cruise through. So exactly. she was already late taking me to kindergarten. So she decided to just kind of cruise through. So she did California stop. And so <laughs> she went through and all of a sudden, woo! <gasps> so she Uh-oh. gets pulled over and I'm sitting in the front seat and I start crying because I'm like I'm gonna be late to kindergarten <laughs> my first day <laughs> and I was I was 15 minutes late oh no so she walked me into the classroom holding my hand and she said to the teacher yeah, I'm really sorry I got a ticket you know and and the teacher's just kind of looking at mom like okay thinking like you know probably deadbeat loser it's like mom, oh wait you know, Great. So late, you get a you know a traffic violation. Your kid's first day, like way to go, parent of the year. You're the and- parent I get to watch out for all year long. <laughs> right. Should I be inspecting your child for bruises? Did, have you eaten breakfast, Paula? Exactly. Are you, are you okay. <laughs> you know, do, you, just- do you need a graham cracker and some apple juice before we get going today? <laughs> I can I can see what the cafeteria has, but no. Oh anyway, so I'll give you something out of my lunch. <laughs> God. God. Great. So, and I just, you know, I just remember being late and feeling like, you know, I had missed everything. And of course, you know, all the kids are staring at me because, you know, they're all sitting at their desks that have already been assigned. And, you know, oh, I was walking God. in late with my mom. And how embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I, but I, I think it was at least. I don't really remember. So, well, you're just, you're just like, life. well, at least I'm here. God. Well, God I mean, how old are you when you, I mean, what five? are you, like four and five usually? Five. I mean, I think, um, I think Allison, our sister was, was four and a half and that was way too young. Right. But five is, I think generally, I was think I was like five, almost five and a half and you were almost six. I was almost six. So. Yeah. But I mean, I was still small. I didn't look. Oh, well, you big. know what? I mean, ask any kindergarten teacher and they'll tell you they wish that the law was six. 
because kids yeah. are just not equipped to meet the standards that they require them to meet now because they've changed so much. Well, they have changed it significantly. Yeah. Like now, I think they want you to be... Um, you have to be able at, to read. Well, they say you have to be at least age five by the time school starts. And right. so, which is a big difference because um, some kids, it used to be you have to be age five by the by December 1st or something. Exactly. But now they're going to start requiring where you have to be at least age five by the time school starts. So school mm-hmm. starts in August. If you're not five, then you can't start that year. I know. So, which You know what? Really, it's a good thing. I know a lot of working parents hate it because they, you know, well, they don't it's, want to pay daycare less, anymore. They yeah, want to send their kids to school. Well, and daycare gouges parents. And not I mean and do. rightly so. I mean, if you if you have a good daycare, you'll pay to have them safe and taken care of. Yeah. But every parent looks forward to the daycare milestones, you know, like when their yeah. kid is when their kid is not on the bottle anymore, or when they're not or when they're potty trained because they're just like the Go, money goes dollar signs down. Yeah. They do. Once you <laughs> God, once those People don't have to change their shitty diapers. They reward you with lowering the fee. It's great. I remember telling Olivia that. I'm like, you don't understand the gravity <laughs> of you potty trading. Like, you have our, to learn Our how to money pay. is depending on it. Stop <laughs> fighting it and just do it. We're all <laughs> counting on you, Olivia. Yeah, Please. really. Don't, don't let us down. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so Olivia will be starting next year, next I summer. Oh, my God. Because she'll be five. And so she'll be have just turned five but I'd rather do that than waiting until she's actually six and oh no then, she's so ready for school she could probably yeah. go now the only she's problem so with tiny. Olivia is she's just so small she's you know? very small she's I like mean, Stephanie Stephanie was a peanut for so long small but not to be confused with the that she is not vicious because she is I mean she's not she, frail by she any is means a meaner than a snake bite and <laughs> she really so, does take after our side of the family I don't worry about her at all no like oh I don't God. I worry about Ryan because you know Ryan's He's a he's a little sensitive soul, and he's well, not he's a fighter. Pa- he's passive. And, yeah, he's and passive. Well, no, he's just not a fighter. He's not confrontational. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what? There, it takes all kinds to make a classroom harmonious, sure. and he's just not the rough and tumble kid. There's always the one that the, the, the teacher's constantly having to deal with, and Ryan's the helper, and there's nothing wrong with that. So this is a funny thing is, is um, since I'm not working mm-hmm. um, in the morning or in the afternoons, there's a couple of the other stay-at-home moms that I bump into. And right. so we've been chit-chatting, and, um, you know, they've all been – for a couple of years now seeing each other so they're kind of friends and so I've kind of like been um added to the mother fold oh of, you're a, of, you're the new one you're I got invited mom. to go for a walk the other morning it was <gasps> oh my a big god deal. I know, it was a big deal and so, so it was like a tryout I I was excited because I'm just like you know I've never really belonged to you know yeah. other women related groups yeah I'm <laughs> not so, good at it so it was a big deal for me cool well actually here's the coolest part is a couple of the moms actually listen to the podcast so, get the hell out of here yeah, i know right oh so, my god so they already kind of knew me before you know i got invited to join way to the, network the way mom to group. network yeah. so one of the moms says so i hear ryan had a bad day yesterday and what? fortunately i had already heard about it but Uh-oh. i'm like oh and so what happened was is ryan told me that he had to miss recess and i'm like why'd oh, you no. have to miss recess he's like because I kept slip, slumping down in my seat. And I'm just like, what do you mean you kept slumping? He's like, twice the teacher had to ask me to not slump in my seat. And, and so to I'm sit like, up. Yeah, right. I'm like, were you not paying attention? Were you just, you know, like, I could just picture he was sliding down and not, yeah. you know, 
doing whatever. Right. And so because she had to tell him twice, though, he had to miss recess. Oh, dear. So the next day, the mom, she's like, so she's like, I hear Ryan didn't have a good day yesterday. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, how'd you hear that? And she's like, well, you know, my daughter told me, I asked her when she came home from school, like, so how was school today? And she's like, oh, it was terrible. And they're like, why? Why is it terrible? She's like, Ryan Todd got in trouble and he had to miss recess. Like, oh my she God. was so upset about it. That because Ryan. he never gets in trouble. Well, and because, you know, they're friends. And so, I yeah. mean, it just was a big deal to her that Ryan got in trouble and had to miss recess. Isn't and it so. awesome, though? I will tell you this. <laughs> Isn't it so cool how th- that kind of infraction is, like, devastating to children? Because when I was in third grade, back in my elementary school, the recess bell would ring and you had to freeze. Yeah, I think we did too. And then the la- the yard duty will blow her whistle, and then you walk, to- you proceed to your classroom, and you line up and wait for the teacher right. to let you in. Mm-hmm. Well, the rule was: as soon as the bell rings and you freeze, when the yard duty blows her whistle, no balls can bounce, <laughs> right. no swings can swing, no jump ropes can be jumped. Like everyone Nothing. has to be frozen in time. It has to be you walk in an orderly fashion and you go back to class. Recess has ended. Now, there were certain exceptions. Like if the ball was midair, then you could catch it. Right. You know, if you were if you were getting off the swing, you were allowed to get off the swing. Or if you were like upside down on the parallel bars, you could you like. You could flip off. You could flip right side up or whatever you needed to do. So <laughs> when I was in third grade, Mrs. Green was my teacher. And she looked like a turtle. And she always wore polyester suits. That's all I remember about her. Oh, and she taught me to sing Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. That was her favorite Christmas song. Oh, God. That's but like the worst Christmas song. She loved it. And so, and she even would dance and stuff anyway um so the bell rang and she sounds like probably she was a pretty good teacher actually she probably was a good teacher she is a good teacher i'm well i think she's dead now but yeah so the the yard duty blew the whistle and i had one of the big red balls because we were playing four square (laughs) and i mindlessly bounced the ball one time oh mindlessly or were you just like trying to you know be like did you stare her down and be like watch this bitch no (laughs) i just bounced bounced the ball ball. i didn't think anybody saw i didn't even think about anybody seeing me because i just bounced it and i started walking (laughs) to class i put the ball in the can went and sat down oh and you didn't freeze i did freeze but when she when she whistled the whistle i bounced the ball after the whistle and that's serious business yeah because you were you were still continuing in play i was supposed to be walking (laughs) orderly to my class so after um the first segment of the after the recess part she pulled me aside and she had written up a green slip and a green slip was basically an infraction and if you got more than one green slip, you'd get a yellow slip and then a red slip, and then you had to go to the principal. But to and people it, like you and me, just getting any slip? Oh, my God. I have never <laughs> even gotten my name on the board, and if you got a check after it, you might as well just slip me. Slip my wrists. It's like going to jail. It's like if I got arrested, you know? It was terrible. So she pulled me aside. The green slip was already filled out, and she said, I just, I'm giving this to you because you bounced the ball after the yard duty blew the whistle, and that's against <laughs> the rules. God. I thought I was going to pass out from anxiety. <laughs> Did you start sobbing? I was very upset. I was in shock, actually. So I went and I just sat down at my desk. I was unable to function for the rest of the afternoon. And then mom <laughs> comes to pick me up. And I'm walking out. La, 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 la. And she opens, I open the door and I sit down. And I'm all slumped down. She's like, what's the matter? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's great. She's like, what happened? I bounced the ball after the yard duty blew the whistle and I got a green slip. And mom's like, what? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, here. She showed it, I showed it to her. And she's like, all right, um, Jamie, 
if this is the worst thing you ever do in school, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's really okay. No, it isn't. I have I had a flawless record. It's going to be in my permanent record. I know. I mean, I was so upset. Oh, my God. That is exactly how you and I – I remember one time – so at my school, we didn't go to the same elementary school. So at my school, um, they had the card system. So the blue card was like, you know – you had to have taken home signed by your parents and it was usually after you got like two warnings and you would get a blue card and, right. and it was kind of a big deal I and mean, it was the first step in the disciplinary process but um you know it wasn't the end of the world a green right. card was like you know you need to have like a parent conference that was a big deal and then an yeah. orange card you actually were getting suspended from school oh so it's 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 an extreme level you it have was. to go pretty high to get the orange Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, so that's, lots of warnings. That was usually kids who, you know, like got, you know, multiple green cards sure. or, you know, things like that. And so um, I don't think I ever I actually did see someone get an orange card once. And it's because they told the teacher to fuck off. And <gasps> we were in third grade. Oh, my God. And so she pushed the office button. She's like, I'm sending John Connors down to the office. You know, <gasps> I remember John Connor. Yeah. She sent him down to the office with an orange card. So Amy I mean, and, and like everyone had like that that weird like sweaty Awkward. panicked like terrifiedness you know look in their face and then she's like all right class let's, let's compose ourselves let's get back on track you know because everyone's like oh my god like what's gonna what's gonna happen to him you know is he going to die is he being right. killed does he have to go to another school now so I remember one time I um was given a blue card but it wasn't (gasps) I wasn't acting alone like something happened and somehow the teacher thought I had participated in something Mm -hmm. and so like two or three people got blue cards for the same incident and you're all what the hell and I mean I was hysterical I was crying did she take it back I was like pleading for my life you know (laughs) like I think I was in first grade so by the time I got home and I had told mom about this and I I do feel bad for mom because I can't tell you how many times we made her come to the school on our behalf. Oh my God. I have so many stories. To right these wrongs that had been done to us. I have so many stories (laughs) about that. We should do a show. We're going to have to dedicate an entire episode to mom protecting her children. (laughs) Right. You know, mom versus the school. You know what? Okay. You know what? Not, I don't know when, but we will do a mama bear episode because I have stories. Oh, I do too. I know. And so, um, the next day, mom came to the school. She went to the office, um, and then she like met with the teacher. And I actually got like the blue card rescinded, you oh know, which God, was a big deal because it's hard to get disciplinary actions like yeah. withdrawn. You were just and it's hysterical. Like, I felt so vindicated because I was just like, <laughs> yes, Attica, Attica. Like I felt like I wanted to stand in the middle of my classroom with like a cardboard side that said Union, and like you know. <laughs> Everyone just look at me. Look at me. And I fought so- the system and I won. Hey, Hugs. Producer Dub here, founder and president of Uganon, the support group for those of us who are related to the Ugly Sisters. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. Sometimes I do feel bad for our mom because I'm like, you know what? I she feel like the Oli- fight, man. I feel like Olivia is exhausting. She had four Olivias. She, re- like- she really did. We were <laughs> I mean, all in our own right in Olivia. We were all dramatic. And Very I just, I couldn't emotional. even imagine daily having to deal with these kinds it, of things. It's no wonder the woman had to retire early. I mean, <laughs> I know, she's like, right? I'm just tired. My, my I just don't want to do it anymore. God. Well, and, <laughs> like, I'm done. You know, and we were the good ones. Allison, Stephanie, they were the 
the bad they ones. Were bad. Like they I were know. genuinely bad students. You know? I know. I mean, well, they Allison definitely had their struggles. That's for never sure. Never did her homework, or would lose it, oh or God. throw it away. <laughs> Well, and then eventually oh, she just stopped going to school. Okay. She's just like decided, I'm just not going today. <laughs> I, remind me to remind me on the Mama Bear episode to tell you about the time I lied to mom about someone stealing my lunch money. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. You know what? It was you, bad. You did not lie in our family. That is, if you oh, ever did anything, I think lying I still have was the I think I still have the hand mark on my ass from that one. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Daryl and I have this tradition every year since we've been married that when all four kids were finally in school, Gosh, that, and imagine. you know, it was, it, it was a huge day. We would celebrate by going to Sam's for breakfast. Oh, just the two of you. Okay, just the two of us. Cool. So like, it was like a celebration of, you know, a little bit of freedom for mom because I obviously stopped working so that the kids could have somebody at home. Well, you had four children. Yeah. Because we mean... had four. And so it was a big celebration for me. Like, oh, my God, I might actually get shit done today. You know? Right. So we would celebrate with a breakfast. And we've done it every single year except for this year. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, gosh, every single year. So you guys have been married and together like 16, 17 years. 16 so, I mean, years. It's a long time. And I think Malia. Let's see, why Malia's didn't you do 12. it this year? Because Daryl doesn't plan well. That's why. He... <laughs> Did he forget? He didn't forget per se. He just scheduled a training event on the first day of school, not thinking. And so the week mm. of school starting, which was this week, he's like, hey, um, is it a big deal if we just do breakfast on Friday instead of Thursday? Have, if you have to start a sentence with, is it a big deal? You damn probably, well know it's a big deal. You know it's a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, I told him that I was going to talk about the story. And I said, look, I'm not going to make you look like an asshole because everyone who listens knows you're not an asshole. But it's true. you do have your flaws. And this is one of them. You plan poorly. You have poorly. to keep him humble. Yeah. You can't you plan let him poorly. think that, you know, he's husband of the year all the time. No. And he's not. I mean, well, maybe he is. I don't know. I well, mean, actually, I, you know what? Maybe this is his thing. Like you said, he maybe he's just not a great planner. He's not a planner. And it's okay. But it, it this was one of those things where it's like, you know, I look forward to this. I don't look forward to much as far as tradition goes. But this is one of those things I look forward to because it's kind of like a kickoff to the year for me yeah, because sure. it's diff- the schedules all change and whatever and you know Mackenzie's a senior this year and it was a it's kind of a big deal so you know I was kind of looking forward to it. he's like well would it be all right if we just did it on Friday and I'm like well why well I I neglected to recall that I scheduled a training event on the first day of school and but I'm going to work from home on Friday so we can we can squeeze in a breakfast before I have to run off to whatever appointment he has so what am I supposed to say? No, I'd be like, I want no, you- that's fine. Why don't we just celebrate my birthday the day after my birthday too? I mean, you know, we'll, <laughs> well, it's proactively just- assume that you're gonna miss plan that you're as gonna well. misplan it as well well for example and and honestly this is really no big deal because i never expect anything i still haven't received an anniversary present but who's keeping track i mean really nobody i mean i will say that he got me some when we were in la for I mean, forget that you have a giant you know four bedroom three bath three Shut bath up. house you know and a massive diamond ring and you, you know, know what Listen. a convertible mustang and you know whatever else you have you're right for your 16 year anniversary you should definitely have something nice. Would you shut up and let me explain myself? I'm talking about planning. This is what I'm talking oh, okay, about. Okay, okay, okay. So he didn't plan accordingly. So the thing that he ordered isn't here yet, whatever it is. 
I don't know what it is. It's nothing. Ga- oh, it's so, nothing garish. So there was huge. a gift purchase. It just didn't arrive on time. He waited too long to order it, and okay. it's not. And it's still not here. Okay. And so when we were in L.A. for our anniversary, he ran out to a store to buy me something because he wanted something to give me because I had given him a gift before we even left because I wanted him to have it before we left. Oh, okay. So to me, it's like. Uh, the thought always counts. It's never about the actual day for me, but the fact that he always has to say, well, I I just waited too long and I didn't mean to and I forgot and before I knew it, it was closed and there's always these reasons why he hadn't planned accordingly to get things he's done. Just, and it's just basically, it's just, he's just not a, not a planner. He's just not a planner. Does he not use a calendar or does he not have an assistant or something that he can <sighs> utilize? I don't know but but the thing is is that what i've gathered is that he is not alone how can you plan to plan that's like it's like asking i just i guess that doesn't work he's just not alone in this i i've recognized that with and there's always exceptions to the rule as i preface this most men aren't good planners they're just not if you leave it up to them to plan something for your children it's never going to go well never (laughs) well right for example for example now our father is incredibly meticulous about organization, cleanliness. He's OCD, obviously. I mean, he's really, he's meticulous. Now, when our parents split up and it was his first weekend to take us, he had nothing planned. So what did he do? He decided to take us camping. All four of us. He had no tent. He had (laughs) no sleeping bags. Why would you pick that? Kids, what are we doing? We're going water skiing, but we don't have a boat and ski. So what? Let's go. (laughs) So we stopped. So we had um, a station wagon and a pad that sat in the back of the station wagon and blankets and a pillow. And um, we stopped at like a 7-Eleven and he got hot dogs, a loaf of bread, and two six-packs of orange and grape soda. Oh, my God. And some marshmallows. We what went out thinking? to the middle of – it might have been Folsom Lake. I don't even know because it's been so long. We slept out, quote, unquote, under the stars and ate hot dogs on sticks that we pulled off of trees. Now, I will never go camping, and nor would I ever take it upon myself to take children camping ever. But you damn well better believe that there would be tents, sleeping bags, bug spray, food of all kinds, breakfast of all kinds. Yeah, I mean, that's just the thing is, is like, you know, we we have always agreed that we will throw money at any problem. So to yeah. some, camping is a problem. <laughs> like it's, it's a, a big it's, problem. It's, it's, a, it's a necessary evil in some relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not opposed to camping, but if we're going to do it, it's got to be done correctly. Like I'm not going to half – I'm like, to me, <laughs> camping is not something you can half-ass. You're not going to sleep you under know? the stars and I'm eat not, hot dogs off a stick? I refuse to be cold. I refuse yeah. to eat something that will give me diarrhea. <laughs> I will – you know, I, I'm not going to do something where I can possibly be eaten by wildlife or bitten by right. a ton of bugs and not be protected. Uh, these will be my, my list of, of requirements – Whatever it is that you need to purchase or bring with us to where the integrity of this list is maintained, then do it. That's but. because that is because we're planners. Right. Most, most women, I would say overall, are planners. They plan things out. That doesn't mean you're not, you know, willing to at the, at the last minute do something frivolous and crazy and yeah, go off for the weekend. It doesn't mean you're not spontaneous. Yes, just- but but when it comes to things where you know you have some time, I will start a list immediately. 
you know? Well, and there's certain things that require, you know, extensive planning. And then there's yeah. other things that it's just like, you know, if you wake up and say, hey, let's go to the beach today. You'd be like, yeah, that'd be great. And so then you know, like, okay, these I are X, Y, Z things that you know, need to happen and right. whatever. So there is a certain level of planning in any thing. But camping is not... In no. my opinion, it's not something you can just do on the fly. I don't so, know. So every year, uh, Daryl and his buddies do something called the man trip. And right. when this first started, when Daryl first started attending the man trip, which was like almost a decade ago, they That's were going time. in July. And they, you know, they would just grab a bunch of crap, throw it in the truck and go up and fish and hang out for three days and be disgustingly filthy when they returned and have a good time. And that was the end of it. Drink too much and do whatever guys do on their camping trips. And now it's become much more sophisticated so the planning is simply we need to set down a date so they set the date and then somebody bitches that they can't do that date so they need to move it again because they really want that guy to go so there's all these text messages and phone calls and emails and there's one guy daryl's brother who tries to keep it organized he does I was gonna say, is there one person in charge wait there's a spreadsheet he does spreadsheets of who's responsible for what but that all goes to shit because there's only like six of them that go why would they need a spreadsheet oh no it's it's far more more than that a lot of guys go it's like between it can be up to 12 or to 15 guys will go okay maybe i've seen as few as four or six go so i think as few as six have attended but it's generally a big deal so but now it's grown into this giant annual thing and so now the date's finally been settled the problem is is that it affects my life and so therefore it makes me angry the date has changed three times because they can't decide when they're going they're worse than women to be honest you know what it is is they're getting like old and so old. it's getting to the point where they're just like now they don't everyone comforts people can't be inconvenienced exactly. or you know whatever is going on and so whereas like when you're young it's just like we don't care what it is we're going on this date this time every year for the rest of our lives if you can't Show make up. it you know you can't go or something right it's not like that anymore so right. they're like well you know and now everybody's got commitments well my wife says we have to go to the soccer game or it's the first day of school or whatever the thing is so right. now the planning has become this monumental task they can't even decide like well yeah we're definitely gonna be drinking alcohol i mean we're breathing aren't we yes well okay who's bringing it i don't know what kind well remember will is gluten-free now so we can't bring this and (laughs) he's vegan and is that guy that bringing wine again well he better bring whiskey too if he doesn't want to be made fun of now let's be careful because so and so you know that they they went through some rehab so now we're trying to you know be sensitive and and so and so quit smoking so (laughs) so everyone remember so don't put him with so and so because it'll smell like cigarettes and i got a really I got a really bad back, so I got new pots. <laughs> and yeah, so can I bring my uh, posturopedic memory foam mattress? My, and... my gout tends to act up, so I have to get new shoes, <laughs> and we can't hike to that one Wait, place anymore. When are so... we going? No, that's going to be too late in the year. It'll be cold, and then my arthritis will act up. and <laughs> My arthritic nerves. God. So it's just... God, could you imagine having to participate in that kind of conversation no. with all these men i would be like f you all i'll be <laughs> not blow my face off yeah i'm done but the thing is is that they it's almost like the lack of preparation or the lack of planning is almost what keeps them motivated that they're going it's like you realize people that we live in the united states and that there's a target literally on every corner and if you forget something you can just go by yeah it. i mean really like, how remote are they going what are they they're going up like to the eastern sierras so, I mean, it is somewhat remote, but I mean, it's but I mean, still honestly. here in Northern California. It's not like, you yes. know, you're traveling to the Montana wilderness or something like no. that. Where they can only get by, you know, CB radio that's, you know, a crankshaft or something. 
I mean, and I, you know, and God bless them for going because it's what they do and men can be, and they can be as piggy and disgusting oh, as God. they want. Sounds disgusting. The, the planning part, to listen to it go on. Because then there's shit talking. Then there's like, well, you're a pussy. Well, you're pussy whipped. And, Which is, oh, you know, well, oh, don't forget to pack your Vagisil. And yeah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll just call it the tampon trip this year. Don't let the tet flap hit your vag on the way out. Right. God. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, how funny. Well, you know, so I do talk a lot of crap about the man trip, but yes. what people don't know is I have been advocating for years, years to let me go just once. You don't want to go. They won't let me go. You're not a man. You have no penis. I get it, but I like trout and I like fishing <laughs> and I want to go and I get mad every year. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why just because I don't have a dangling piece of flesh between my legs mm. that I am not permitted to go on this excursion. You're not permitted. It's not fair. It's a hate crime is what it's it is. It's not a hate. You know what? You just you you just have to come to peace with it. Come to peace I've with it. I've gotten over it. I'm like, whatever. I don't want to go because I've seen the pictures and They're so usually <laughs> by the last day, everyone is pale and, and Bloated. their eyes are all beady. Someone's usually sick. And you want to know? You want to know what it's like now? Last year, <laughs> last year, I don't even remember who got diarrhea. Went. Someone got really sick. They did, and it wasn't Daryl. Um, last year, <laughs> now they have to make a stop at uh, a saloon to use the facilities because none of them want to shit out in the wilderness. <laughs> so what? They're gonna? What are they all gonna take diuretics the night before and you know clean they, out their system? They all go to after fishing. They go to this saloon and use the toilet. Because they right. don't want to use it. They they will literally go there and poop now instead of doing it the old-fashioned way out in the woods. No one wants to wipe with a leaf. They're all leaf. in their 40s. They're, they don't want to do it anymore. They're just like, yeah. No, I mean, I can't say that I blame. It's nothing I'd be wanting to do. Yeah, but what you think a 19-year-old kid would care? No. He'd wipe his ass with a leaf. He doesn't care. If he'd even wipe his ass, I mean, oh, he'd God, probably just pour right. beer on it and like, yeah, it'll fuzz off. I mean, but... think about it. If if you or I went on some kind of trip of that nature, which, it, you know, it, it, I can smell it without even being there. First of all, they're filthy humans when they've been fishing and doing whatever they do. But, oh God, I mean, think yeah, of the smell of stale beer and puke and piss and gross food. And... Well, and then usually doesn't someone try and make some sort of soup or some sort of concoction? They make some kind of chili. Yeah, you know? chili, that's right. I mean, They try and... to cook their fish But drunk. what cracks me up is, yeah, it's the pictures of them walking around with all their little headlamps on, you know, and, <laughs> and beanies and, you know, someone's either stoned or drunk or both. I know. And someone's passed out and they draw you know like a penis on their cheek or i don't know just (laughs) well the the, the photos really do speak volumes of what goes on up there but with that being said we are actually going to take a week off right you were saying how this will affect your life because now unfortunately ugly (laughs) truth will have to suffer because ugly truth is suffering so our next show will not drop until the 20 no september labor day weekend so we're taking a hiatus under duress because... Yes, under protest. Under protest. This is nothing we want to do, but unfortunately, the powers that are beyond us... Yes. ...will not permit us to have a show that week. We're just next not... Week. We're not editors. So our editor right. is going to be... He is a man on the man trip, right? Yeah, so we won't... We won't um, have anything new until september 1st but we will have a lot of fun stuff after that so i'm looking forward to that 
And if we can, I mean, we're not, we're trying, really trying not to leave everyone high and dry. So, I mean, if we can try and squeeze something between we now will. and the first, we will. Some little mini-sode, we will try. Anything. But officially, we're taking a break for one week. Officially, yeah, we'll take a break and we'll come back with some amazing stuff. And Amazing. Amazing. I think it would be funny, and I know you're against this, but I think it would be funny to take an ugly camping trip and record it while we're doing it why why do you make me want to do these things i don't make you want to because you've told me no like five times already why now you're putting it out there now i'm gonna have to do it (laughs) because i think it would be funny to (laughs) i mean it would be like camping with the uglies like Uh, how funny would that be i can only imagine it would be very blair witch project like (laughs) like i could picture you in a tent with like a black light camera i'm so scared Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, All right. Well, you know what? Fine. We'll figure something. We'll figure something out. But I'm not doing it for more than one day. It's overnight only. I'm not doing multiple days of camping. You would have to do. It would have to be a solid 24 hours. Fine, but I'm not doing two nights. No, God no. Don't make me do that. No, the second night we'll go stay in some awesome hotel or Is something. it appropriate that we can at least go somewhere where there's a restroom? Well, it doesn't ha- we don't have to be by ourselves I and mean, we can bring other people with us. I know, you know? but I'm just saying I don't want to I don't want to pee Are you kidding a tree. me? I wouldn't go camping with just you and I. That'd be like <laughs> that'd be like a suicide <laughs> pact. We they, the like, two women were found a quarter of a mile from a major highway. <laughs> you know starving just you know just 100 feet from from a koa camp (laughs) oh jesus they'd be like those poor damned fools god that would that would be what would happen to us i will definitely we'll put a pin in it yeah we'll take a bath on that one (laughs) all right well then that's it for we have for this week um so we'd like to thank our producer dub for his efforts this week, and I guess we'll allow you to have a week off. I mean, not like we have a choice, so not really. You know, go have fun. And um, we thank our web producer Josh and our graphic artist, and then all of our fab listeners for Yay! coming back week after week and listening to our nonsense. So appreciate that. And to conclude, in honor of back to school week, um, here's one of our favorite favorite songs from one of our favorite favorite movies ever. So um, until the next time, bye. Bye! Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry, we'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with The Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Spending a vacation in the summer